0: This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media.
1: Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with. Stories!
0: Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag! <laughs> Surf's up! And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les.
1: Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody.
0: Yeah. No, that's terrible.
1: This is supposed to be cheesy.
0: My is at me. Are we rolling? Yeah! All <laughs> <was> right.
1: <laughs> that was That's real armpit, folks. That ain't no mouth. That actually kind of hurt. Really? Yeah. I think I got some... Hard candy in there. Yeah, don't hurt yourself on an armpit fart. That'll be pretty embarrassing.
0: Oh, boy. Here we are. Another, uh, what's crazy about this is everything moves so fast. There's probably crazy world things happening that we're missing, but they don't want Uh, to hear about the world things anyway. We'll get
1: to that eventually.
0: We're recording, uh, you know. Uh Uh-oh. A little
1: early. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get them out there for you, folks. And we're both busy. I'm on the road. I'm going to goddamn Canada.
0: I'm going to Canada. Where are you going? Winnipeg. I just
1: got back from Winnipeg, actually.
0: Where are you going uh, for real tomorrow in real time? Well, so we'll talk about that after, I guess. Going to San Francisco tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah, doing that, that CISO thing you did. CISO? Guest list? Oh, you mean rooftop. Oh, sorry. Audible, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, they're all doing those. That's fun room. It's the old Purple Onion. It's exciting. Is that the chapel? Oh, no, they moved it to the chapel. Ah. Anyways, all the guys I just work with are out there. Let's get into it. Let's get crazy. All right. well, yeah, this is like an off-mic combo. Sorry,
1: sorry. Let's get into a funk. We're too natural. They say, I-, I want you to be natural. I want you to be real. But then we get real, we
0: start having a conversation about tea. My dick is natural. That's true. It's organically uh, spotted. If I could live my whole life over, start from the beginning, I think what I would do differently is try to masturbate less and moisturize more. Use more lube. On your dick? Yeah, I just did too much dry masturbate. I mean, we talk about it a lot. I got the big bruise on there. It's yeah, wrinkly. Yeah. It's crooked. It's all wacky. I, I never use lube. My dick looks fine. I think I beat hard. I get in there. And yeah, also, yeah. I've, I was on Paxil for a long time with a lot of anxiety. It takes me an hour and a half to come. Yeah, see, I give up. I don't. I just fucking, ah, I'm not coming. Uh, I just beat it. Wow. Beat it! That, that poor up. dong. It's it's just getting thrown around like an old lady. It's a poor dong. I mean, it still looks okay, but I mean, in my later years, it's gonna look like a fucking plantain. Yeah, like a, that school bus from Into the Wild. Uh. overgrown and uh, uh. broken down and cold. Yeah, yellow, yellow. Uh huh. They called it mellow yellow. My
1: dick looks like the my elbow because the elbow has to bend, so the skin gets a little darker. Yes. You know, so there's a little wear and tear there.
0: Sometimes we should just take our dicks out, put them on the table, and get in there and talk about it. Have Shelby describe them. Get some black velvet, just for good contrast. Black velvet with (laughs) our tiny brown beaten dicks.
1: Yeah. Maybe we need some white velvet, actually. That might be more of a contrast. Shelby, how's your dick, all right? Just give it a thumbs up, thumbs down. (laughs) Good dick. They say skinny guys are are packing, so you're you're a a rail, baby. So you must be doing, you got a real mic stand down there. (laughs) Mike stands as skinny. Well, it's long, though. Long isn't that good. You want a thick. Ah, shit. You want a nice thicky. Well, I'm screwed. Call in if I'm doing all right.
0: Thick as a brick. Yeah, I think plenty of listeners, uh, boy, should we pay tribute to our fucking fallen listener? Oh. What a sad man, I forgot bummer. all about it. Damn it. Wait, this is our second fan that's died. Is that right? Well, the other one was a comedian. We were in D.C. with Sean Joyce. Uh, What's this still? Harris Whittles. Uh, He was a fan? He was a fan. We talked about it. He passed away. We had another uh, fan out in Nashville. Ah, yeah. And uh, she passed away. It's a fucking bummer, man. Yeah, she was a great
1: gal and a good egg and a real fan, supported everything. She she supported, like... Support like eight podcasts.
0: Yeah, tweeted at every day. Yeah. Every day. The tweets and we have so many emails. The majority of our not the majority, but a chunk of our more fan emails from her than anyone else.
1: Yeah, and some nice pics and videos just a she was a giver.
0: A giver and uh, we got well, we got a lot of emails from Sarah B as well. She sends a lot. Oh, she's like alive and well. Yeah, yeah, she's a good egg. So good for you, Sarah. Thanks for the emails and uh, so yeah, our fallen comrade. Yeah. Such a fucking bummer, man.
1: Nah, we'll miss you, Liz. Yeah, Lower East Side we called her. Yes. Them. That was fun. She was a she was a mover and
0: a shaker. Ah, uh, not to be confused with a Quaker. Anyways, Oops. yeah. So I got back. We're recording right now, and uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna pull back the curtain, the big beef curtain, please. And it's uh, a heavy labia. I like those curtains. I like the whole pussy. I like the curtain <laughs> and the hair. I like everything down there. You want a little? You want
1: a little? Uh, little uh, dry rub. You want some age on that
0: thing? I, well, I, I know. I like everything. I like a. I've been with a girl years and years ago. Of course. And she was a verge, and she had a sealed envelope down there. I like a sealed. I mean, this thing was fucking. It looked like yes. somebody came on it and never wiped it up. I want to shuck that thing. I want to get a knife in there and twist it just to pop it open. Yeah, this was wacky. It looked like a fucking document. Oh, really? Yeah, it I mean, was it was, like was a... really. There was nothing hanging down, like you know, like some. Like I don't want could, anything hanging. I like. I want. A, I want a confidential. But some girls, like if you watch a pornography or just whatever, you you look at from behind naked you can see a little bit of dangle ah it said no dang oh, it was all just up in there it's like a barbie with a little slit oh i like that i want
1: a clamshell i want like a just a little makeup compact
0: yeah but i couldn't even find it i didn't know where i was at then all right well, there was no lips some lips
1: are funny. you know when you suck a lip
0: of course, I nibble, uh, I bite, I I love a
1: suck at 11. You get a little skin pull. It's fun. It's like an earlobe.
0: That's what I'm saying. I like all kinds of things.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I'll take it all. But, you know, I think the, the
0: ideal is a little compact. I like a syrup and everything that comes out of there, oh, just chunks and pieces and yeah, weird stuff. Uterine lining. Yeah, I like to find an old coin
1: down there, whatever it is. I like a, it looks like a, a box for a wedding ring. You know, you pop that thing
0: open, there's oh, a pearl yeah. in there. But, anyways, uh, what made me think of that? I think just your general thoughts. <laughs> um, oh boy,
1: if the well, guy was going somewhere. Oh, we were talking about Les, and then we talking about. Oh, I was
0: pulling back the beef curtain. Yeah, beef curtain. What I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, we're recording this a week behind or whatever. A week early. What? Well, this is going to come out in two weeks. Well, it's going to come out, no, eight days from now. Oh, eight days. Eight days. Eight days a week. So, Or nine days. We're recording this Sunday, the fucking 22nd, if you want to know the truth, folks. Oh, boy. Sorry, people. If the the fucking Iraq got bombed, we'll get into that. Yeah, and the AFC Championship is happening, the NFC Championship. The New England Patriots are in it. I just got to go ahead and assume that the New England Patriots are heading to the Super Bowl this weekend.
1: Ooh, you heard it here first, folks.
0: Well, you heard it here nine days later. Oh, right. Maybe but maybe less. they lost. Who knows? Who gives a shit? But even if they did, fuck you and suck my dick and kiss my mother on the lips. Please. I don't know why I was saying recorded. I lost my whole train of dick. Well, you got a big beef curtain in your hand. That's for sure. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about here. You're pulling back. I wanted to let them know when we were recording. For- oh, I know why. Here I we got go. it back, folks. I- I'm on track now. The reason I'm saying that is because I landed at 8 o'clock a.m. Today and it's uh, like two p.m. So I yeah. landed five hours ago. Wow! See so what you get up at four a.m. No, no, we left after the show, but we were three hours behind. Ah, so I was in. I'm jumping all over the place here, but we were in Portland, finished the show, Louis changed. We went to the airport, flew home, but we're three hours behind. Okay, so we left at you know eleven thirty Portland time, which is two thirty. Oh wow! New York time, so then it's a four uh, five hour flight. So you get we get a land. red eye. Yeah, we did the private fucking jet. So we flew home, and I got into my bed at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then Sarah, she's uh, babysitting today. And she wakes up at 9 a.m. So I'm home, and her alarm goes off an hour after I got home. Did you sleep on the plane? Uh. A little bit. Louie gets a bed. They, they set it down. There's a bed back there. But I'm sleeping with it's two seats facing each other, you know. Yeah. You, you, you know. And so I've just got the legs across. But uh-huh. i got long legs, and then that knee pressure starts to happen. Uh, I hate the knee pressure. You know what I mean? Because your knee is sinking. The patella's swollen. It's a whole thing. Yes. You can't really sleep. And then, like, i got a blanket over my head. And then when you're trying to sleep with one other person... You're always afraid that person's awake staring at you. Yeah, well, what? I'm afraid when I wake up and Louie's just looking at me like, look at you fucking crooked teeth when you have weird... Small mouth. Yeah. Chinless. What? Uh, Nothing. Yeah, I hear you.
1: Yeah, that is tough. It's tough to sleep around other people. That's why I go sleeping pill.
0: But I, I try to pull the hood over my head yeah. blanket, and a blanket. My head's out the window, and, right. and then you get a boner when you're sleeping as a big old denim dick. It's yes. a whole situation. Denim dick. Ooh, that ruined my childhood. So I just kept my eyes closed, but it's not sleep. My back hurts. I'm twisted and turned. And then the plane's jolting and jiving. And yeah. then you know the the pilot goes to take a piss, and he's eating. At one point, I woke up and he was ri- rifling through Louie's candy collection. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I snuck one eye open because I thought. There was something that I felt a buzz. Yeah, well, he's like the fat kid from A League of Their Own. <laughs> I felt the stirring, and I opened the first eye, and I see Louie in the fetal back there sleeping. <laughs> and wow, I turn, and it's, Louis. it's old Rory, Captain Rory, and he's just, I just hear Kit Kats, and he's looking back over both shoulders. Damn. And we kind of made a weird eye contact, and he jumped, and I closed my eye. It was a whole thing, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a pilot in a candy store. There's six <laughs> Kit Kats missing. Mm, give me a break. <laughs> and... uh this guy's got cavities trying to land a plane. I know. Well, better than booze, I guess. You don't want to see him rifling through the, <laughs> ooh, the liquor cabinet there. That's a good point. Yeah. But hey, anyways, I'm on to you, Roar.
1: Yeah, we ain't having it. Get out of our cabinet.
0: Hear me roar. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was pretty good, that cabinet business. <laughs> uh, it's a, I stole that from the Women's March. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I heard a uh, whore yelling that. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo. We're cooking, folks. Oh, uh, we're cooking.
1: So, yeah, you had a little candy nagger there, huh? <laughs>
0: no, we definitely can't
1: say that. But nabber, nabber. Oh, That's, nabber. I yeah. thought you said... Uh... Oh, yeah, I say snagger. I must say snagger. <laughs> Whatever. We can't say any of these things.
0: Snagger, please. It's all close. Yeah, too close for come. We have to make it as, like, alternative underground. We have no chance of any kind of corporate gig. Uh, we're not going to make it. Zero percent. Yeah. there's no. We're not going to be on ABC. I hope the folks at home... Cherish, we're we're sacrificing our
1: giant's career here for a couple of snagger jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, so I guess I'll get into it. I don't even Please. know where to yeah, go. Yeah, and a
1: red eye. Let's go backwards. Give me a backwards.
0: All right. Well, so we got back from DC, as you know, and then it's it's Nobody wants to hear any complaining, of course. So It's hard to talk to anybody about this stuff, except for maybe you and uh my wife is forced to, my mother, mm. you know. These, these, these ladies whose job it is to support their men. you got a trio of three women who care about you. Yeah, who's the third? Me. Oh, I see. I, I shouldn't say it's their job. You, you know what I mean. They work and they have very independent lives, but when you're someone's mother or wife, you got to sit there and listen to the sure. person, and vice versa. That's one of the perks. I, it's my job is to listen to my... uh Wife Kavetch if she wants to, but though no, I'm much more of a Kavetcher than her. You
1: are a Kavetcher, but let me ask you this: Do you? Because my therapist, I was dating this girl for a hot minute, and I was like, "Ah, oh, she talks, so what? I can't. Even, I don't even give a shit." And he's like, "Well, that means you don't like her. If ah. you liked her, you would actually give a shit and want to hear." Yes. Do you have that where you actually enjoy?
0: hearing about her bullshit yeah well we that's one of the things no, i shouldn't say we argue but we've had that issue before where i'm like no no tell me all the things i want to hear all the things yes like i'll be like hey how's it going she's like good and i'm like well what do you mean good who's there what's happening yeah, what are you laughing on, at man. i want to hear it all right we have a lifetime yeah we got to make it work so uh you know i like to hear but yeah there's certainly people in my life that tell me things and i'm like i do not give a fuck completely And uh, I'm sure I'm that person for a lot of people. Maybe some people listening to this are saying we don't give a fuck. They certainly don't care about my political thoughts.
1: No one's into that. They hate the gun
0: stuff. That's for sure. Hey, I'd like a gun right now. I'd like to blow my fucking tits right off. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I'd like to see that.
1: Anyways. Isn't it weird we suck a tit? I love sucking a tit. I like it too. I mean, my my face goes right to a tit, but uh, it's weird that we do the same thing as a baby.
0: Let me ask you this. Because I, I read i 've noticed this my whole life. I think it might blow your mind or maybe something's going to happen here Blow me but I, um, I i've thought this my whole life because i 've sucked on tits for years. you know mm. what I mean, and I read this that the uh, the women have like what they have in your armpit like pheromones that release through the nipple as well as the armpits and do you ever taste it? you ever suck on a nipple and you taste funky no i don 't think I have. Suck on a nipple because, again, and and notice it, it tastes like, uh, battery acid. What? I sucked on one today. Yeah, well, I guess it's gotta be a woman's. Oh. Shit. So it can't be the landlord of the super. Alright, well, sorry, Ryan. Or the couch doctor. Yes. But yeah, I think if you suck on a nipple hard, like really get in there and suck it, you can taste a little funkiness. An armpit funk. It's similar to an... Average. It's the pheromone. You're sucking out pheromone. Google Someone send in or call in, I think. Yeah. Because there's something you can, you can taste.
1: This is all news to me. I mean, what about the baby
0: sucking that milk out? Is armpit milk? Well, there's milk. So the milk contradicts or con- confluits. Conflicts with? I don't know. I like confluits. All right. It's a word I made up. C-O-N-F-L-U-I-T-S. Well, it is a fluid. No, no. This is confluit. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've had a duck confit. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Thanks. I watched Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Ah, quack, quack, quack. Now just the ducks. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Shelby's on a... I can see from the the header of that website, it's a real ladies' medical site. Yeah, it looks like an abortion
1: uh, site there. Planned Parenthood benefit. Ah, Pence. Last Friday. It was
0: great. It was sold out. Um... I got friends going to that, by the way. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, I'm going to Joe's thing. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. That's nice. We've sold nine tickets. so. Far. Well, now it's in the past. We're talking about it. Uh-huh. I bet you've sold, have you checked today? No, no. All right. Uh, okay, so anyways, suck on a tit. You can taste some weirdness. And, All uh, right, I'll try and, it again. Yeah, get in there and uh, put some mustard on it and really taste it. Do girls
1: like a tit suck, you think?
0: Do they enjoy having their tits yeah. suck? yeah. Uh, some do. Some are more sensitive than others, I think. Some like a pinch and a pull. Yeah. Some are a little more sensitive, but it's definitely a sensitive area for right. the ladies. Maybe a nibble? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, I mean, what the hell do I know about cooking a shirt? <laughs> but I know less about women. We had this conversation in D.C. We talked about what women are turned on by and sexy. Yeah. And you know something, because you've had sex with more people than I've performed in front of in my life. Uh-huh. So you got, you got something going on. Uh, what are we talking about? Nipple suck? I'm talking turning women on, what oh. are women do, getting laid, the whole thing. Because I realized we had a nine-hour conversation in DC, and I'm like, "What are we talking about? You know what goes on." Yeah, well, I, I, I fucked a couple of
1: dames in my day, but I still don't know what's going on in that noggin of theirs because they keep it all quiet. It's they got a lid on this shit, and I, I wish we, you know, men are just like, "I like tits, I like ass, look at those thighs, look at those cleavage, ah," but women are like. Every now and then a girl will be like,
0: Oh, that belt is sexy. I'm like, Belt? How do we get here? <laughs> yeah, something will slip. Yeah. And they'll go, Oh god, yeah, that guy he, I saw him uh beat up a deer. Yeah. And it fucking made me wet, and you're like, What?
1: What? All right, I'll beat up deer. Just tell me and I'll do it. That's
0: what I said. I've been looking for a deer for six months. I think so. you gotta gotta go to the upstate. I went with a car one time, but nothing. <laughs> nothing the car. It's gotta be a fist. Yeah, you gotta wrestle the horns, I think. Uh, Antlers. The hoof. The
1: hoof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you ladies. I think they, they, they don't want to give us the secrets because if they like us and they know what we like, women are all in our heads. Women know way more than we do. But if they, if we know their shit, we could just scoop them up easily. I guess because they're trying to get lay, they're trying to get like a, a, a husband and shit.
0: Well, you know what we used to do? Uh, me and my friend Derek, we'd watch Sex in the City. I used to watch. You that. got a couple of tips there, here, and there, Some like you pussy too much, and you're like, oh god, cross that off. Yeah, I'm over here just eating pussy for six months. I don't even know what's going on. But you know,
1: everything you hear about a girl, like Sam, will be like, oh, Beth hates this, and I'm like, oh, I'm writing that down. I'm of like, course. Maybe other girls. I'm taking notes all over my whole life. I'm 33 years old. I'm still taking notes. Yeah, who
0: knows? I mean, I just found out about this. This clit activity a, a year ago. What? They can't come if you're not rubbing their clits. That's not true. They need a... Uh, yeah, these inner things are... That's bullshit. The inner is bullshit, but it's possible. It's uh, possible, I guess. Well, there's a spot in there, but they still like the, the clitoris... Clit stimulation. Uh,
1: stimulation. Well, I just used to bone a soul cycle instructor. Not to brag. Barbara. And, and uh, she was one of these girls... Every now and then, I've had a gal where you just put it in, and they're like... Ooh! they're going crazy i would just put it in her and she was like mad she would like start shivering and fall to the floor and drooling and shit she must have had a swollen spot or something something happened she was a big big jew bitch but uh yeah she was uh some girls just put it in and they're done i guess yeah here and there but, but uh I've some girls gotta get an egg beater in there
0: yeah you gotta beat the eggs yeah not too hard they'll be uh fertile mm. or the opposite of fertile mm. stagnant oh very um I went and saw the movie Twentieth Century Women, which I really enjoyed very oh, much. Is that, is that the one with the black chicks? No, no. That's hidden figures. Ah. Um, <laughs> How are they hidden? Twentieth Century Women is uh it's all white women. It's uh the chick uh uh well you got Annette Bening in there. You got Greta Gerwig, who I just love. Oh, that's she's my, a cutie. That's my cup of tea we watched her with Louie that time that's right boy she's a sexy bitch and then there's l fanning is in it and then billy crudup who's also very oh, sexy he's a hot man yeah he is
1: sexy he's a he's, he's definition face definition he's got
0: sharp face and he's yes. got a sick mustache and no shirt on and like Ooh, those he's got the muscles that look like he didn't get him at the gym he got him from lifting boxes oh yeah moving couches. those are sexier muscles they are they're leaner and in the movies, he's got that 70s look, jeans, no shirt. Uh, it doesn't matter what gender, jeans, no shirt is sexy. Hot look. Girls are into that, boys are into that. Yes. I remember that Jose Canseco poster, he's jeans, no shirt, and all the girls were just pissing with their Is that really? Yeah, it was a big thing. Mm, is that really? What the hell's that? That is really. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, I'm wigging out. So, anyways, went and saw that film. Had a nice, lovely Woody Allen esque day with Sarah. We got up and we we went to the Upper East and we just strolled around. We tried to see La La Land, but there was a big long line. So we said, Fuck the La La line. Ah. And we went uh, shopping. I bought some new jeans I'm wearing and, uh. Lovely. Yeah. And then she bought some shit and, uh, we went and saw 20th Century Women. I'm glad we did. It was terrific. I really really enjoyed it very much. What's the plot? Oh, it's about these. Tw- it's about the 70s, and this. This Annette Benning is a single mother with a young boy, and then she has some women living in the house, and Billy Crudup lives in the house, and they're trying to raise them. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Know, it Goes over. The- it's the 70s. It's, it's really uh, delightful. I also went and saw Lion at the Paris Cinema. You're not lying. Which is based on uh, Long Way Home with the Indian kid that went missing. That one I didn't enjoy as much. Mm, you're lying down was after a, that one. It was a little soft. And then I went and saw McDonald's The Founder with Michael Keaton. Yeah. Not no, great. Really? That's ah, very cartoony, very bubblegummy. It looks like a TV,
1: food, uh, TV movie. You'd see it like, you know, eight at, eight at night on. Fucking the WB. Yes, Nick at Night, UPN. Right, right. TV 38. But I like Croc. I like the story. And I like Keaton, so I thought I would dig it.
0: The story's interesting, and uh it's fine. It's okay. Keaton's right. great, but yeah, it's Whatever. But, anyways, yeah, had a nice date day with Sarah. We went to the movies. We walked around the Upper East. That was delightful. But I was only home for two days. Oh, you got to pack it in. Got home for DC. I was there Sunday and Monday. And then Tuesday, left for old Denver. Woo! What a great comedy town! Mile High City. Great, great city. Flew in those Rocky Mountains, and then it was all overcast over the city. Woo! And uh, was Emma Willman uh, did the show. You know Emma? Uh, I
1: like Emma. Good egg.
0: Funny, funny, funny terrific. comic, and uh, just a sweet person. Yeah, really thoughtful, nice, kind person, and killed all the shows. Every show, really murdered. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, killed. Good for her. And uh, she's gonna be big. That uh, that gal. She's a workhorse. She is hustling and chucking and jiving. She works. She rides. She loves comedy. She's hilarious. So, anyways, it's one of those things because now sometimes Louis mixes it up. So sometimes. You get to the airport, it's a mystery. I just mm. show up at Teterboro and Emma Wilman's sitting there. I go, oh. hey, what are you doing here? She goes, oh, I'm Dead Louie. I go, well, I didn't say, what are you doing here? I knew yeah. what she was doing. And uh, I was there when uh, he first saw her, so it's exciting. We were at the cellar. That's the, the Leonard Utes night, which was fun. Oh, right, right. We watched uh, Leonard and we laughed. He's great. By the way, check out that live episode. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Go to the, We didn't even plug it last week. Go to the Patreon page, folks. If you're not on the Patreon, I really, I mean this sincerely. You're missing out Three bucks a month, you get an extra episode, and that live one was hot dogs. Hot, man.
1: Leonard was on fire. It was a million fat jokes, a million black jokes, a million rape jokes. It's hilarious, and it's irreverent, and a good tootin' time. Called me ugly,
0: that guy. He got a huge laugh. That hurts. He called you hideous, I believe, yeah. He got, you ugly. Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, not an easy pill to swallow to have that person call me ugly. Yeah, yeah, he's a,
1: I don't know, what do you call it, obese He's, uh, yeah, he's that. Uh, but
0: he's, he's sweet as pie and funny as, a uh. Great
1: guy. Good friend. I consider him a real friend.
0: Yeah, good guy. We had uh, Samantha Ruddy on. She was terrific. Yeah, and she's funny. We packed the goddamn place.
1: I couldn't believe it. And we're going to do another one in a few
0: months, it's It's so tell a fucking Jewish gay friend. Yeah, we uh, we had some Jews there. And the people that were dying were the women, the Israeli women, that aren't even fans. That's right. They came. We converted them to uh, Islam.
1: Yeah. To Tuesdays. You're welcome.
0: They're two gays now. Mm-hmm. Sorry you can't drive anymore, but at least you got your Saturdays lined up. But uh, what a night that was a special night. There was some comics in the back. It was packed. Yeah. Sold out. Not hot, really. Hot night. So
1: so Louis saw Emma Wilma at the cellar. Yes. Uh huh. That's where he kind of goes and scouts, you know. He has to have one woman on every show. That's his thing. Uh yeah, pretty much, I guess so. Almost every time.
0: Yeah, I think there was One, one time it was me,
1: Greer, and uh Sam. Well, that's a black Yep. So there's a minority in there, at least. Although Sam's a Jew, but that doesn't count.
0: Well, uh, so yeah, we, um, I, we, me and Emma went with him out to uh, Denver, flew to Denver. Great city. You come in, and there's just the mist and the mountains and yes. the city. And and we, you, you gained two hours. Yes, we did. I like that. And you get a little out of breath. You're up there in the Mile High City. Yeah. It's a little fuzzy up there. We stayed at the Hotel Monaco downtown. Beautiful, Woo-wee. kitschy hotel. And uh, we get in there, and uh, this is exciting. My old ex-mate lives in Denver, as you know. Oh, and, uh, the ex. Yeah, and she came out to the show. She brought her brothers, listened to the show. They loved the show, you know. Good taste on these brothers. <laughs> Speaking of taste, good to see her. Uh, no, yeah. I don't know. That was inappropriate. No, you're fine. Uh, Jesus, what are we doing here? I don't know what's going on. but We're yeah. living our lives. Boy, we have done some real editing the last two episodes. Yeah, we got
1: to cut back on the the swearing.
0: Yep. (laughs) Swearing too much. (laughs) So anyways, uh, yeah, I went and saw uh, her and her brother came to the show, who loves the show. He said he lives for the show. Lives! Lives for the show, which is very exciting. I live for Merlot. Ah, I am not drinking any Merlot. So anyways, we went there, and uh, boy, that was... um, Quite a thrill. Sorry, I'm getting texts here. I'm all over the place. We're editing stuff out. I get nervous. But anyways, we show up there in Denver. Beautiful city. We get to the hotel, and I take a nice shower. Beautiful hotel. The And uh, my, uh, my ex-pal, Becca, she comes over, and uh, she's like, I'm coming over to see you, which is exciting. I haven't seen her in years and years. Whoa, you know? whoa, whoa. Comes to the hotel? Well, in the lobby. Oh, all right, all right.
1: I mean, I'm just saying. I know she's your ex, and I know you've got a, f- a fun fiancé on the way here, but...
0: Uh... Well, that's we, a we little, broke up 9 years ago.
1: I know, but it's a, it's a girl, it's a hotel. You've already banged her. I feel like that's uh well, there's uh, something in the
0: air there. It's 5 th- well, it's a mile high city. Uh-huh. So it's I mean, it's 5:30 p.m. Her brothers are there. It's not like we're having like a crazy you know, gang bang inter oh, the uh, brother family. Comes. Uh-huh. Uh, well, he didn't come. I tried it, but uh, uh, Yeah, he's he's on lithium. Oh boy. Well, this is getting Vaxel too too spicy Bill Paxton <laughs> he's a little overrated yes, you man. think so yeah he's not great really Apollo 13 is carried by other great actors mm. and uh, I mean a simple plan is a PU and um, mm. I mean it's okay Indian summer twister alright Indian summer and I hate the
1: heat um, what was that movie? what's that show he's on with the Mormons Big Love he's never saw the, it. he's
0: the lead yes yes it's a big love <laughs> All right. So we uh, we're gonna, so we go there. Becca comes over. I see her. I haven't seen her in years. And that was fun. We chatted it chatted up a little bit and uh, kicked around some old times, you know. You caught up. And that's exciting. Yeah. It feels good, you know, because years have passed and she's got a boyfriend. I got a fiance. So it's nice to just be settled into life and go, hey, remember that time? That was funny. That was crazy. Right. And you're doing pretty well. Nothing to sneeze at. I am doing uh, pretty well, I would say. So
1: it's got to feel good. It's like a high school reunion, and you go back, and you're not fat, and you got a job.
0: It feels good, of course, yeah. And uh, I'm in a healthy place, and I'm sober, and I'm gay. So it was uh, it felt nice. We chatted it up. And then I felt bad, because it was like, all right, let's head over. So I jump in the SUV, and uh, she leaves her car at the hotel, because mm. she's parked there. And the place is 10 minutes away. And I, yeah. I just omitted the fact she could have just gotten the car with uh. us. So she took an Uber. I felt bad. Well, and, you know, uh,
1: you're in a show car. You're not in the show. I'm in the show
0: car. I'm backstage, so yeah, we're chitting and chatting, and Emma and I are hanging out backstage. And who comes out of the old dressing room? Old Todd Glass. Oh, what a sight for sore anal. That is a fun-loving guy. Now, that's a guy you just want to be around. Yeah, he really ups the hang. He's fun, and he loves the ambiance, and uh, he sets up the gel. We talked about this before. He moves the chairs around. And yeah. He's a great lover of the art of... um. Feng shui, Feng shui. What's the other word I'm looking for? Atmosphere, atmosphere, and conversation. He loves a good conversation. He's a good-hearted, funny, fun guy. I yeah. just like seeing him, you know. Right. And uh, so we all hang out, and it's fun. And I go check. I peek behind the curtain, and Becca and her bros have their seat. Great seats, and they're excited. It's a five thousand seat thing, where Amy shot her thing. Right. Oh, that's the place. Yes. Oh, the place is killer. Killer theater. It's a big, wide theater. Yeah, wide cock. It's fun, and um, so we go out and do the show. It's a killer show. Hot crowd. I had a great set. That feels good. Yeah. Louis's amazing. And you forget, because I'm on this tour, you get kind of used to it, and then people are going... Thanks for the seats. This was insane. We can't believe it. They got a free concert with great seats. Yes. And uh, so they were thrilled over the moon. Uh, Love all those Ryapels. Good people. Just good, solid family. Good people over there. Let me ask you, what's the lineup? The lineup? Order. This show, by the way, this is the first time I didn't go third Ah. in uh, about six months. It went Emma, me, Todd. Oh, TG took the spot. Well, Todd had some... uh, Guest there. He had some friends there. Uh-huh. And so uh, Lou was like, Well, you got friends, you go last. And I was like, I got an X." Yeah. X trumps all. X and family. X trumps everybody. You yes. got an X, you got to get the cushiest, best spot. X is big, you got to impress her. But what am I going to do? You know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. go, Hey, what can you do? Because you really want to go, Hey, look at this fucking cock that could belong to you if you yes. didn't fuck it up. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But what can you do? I went second, it was still great. And uh, just a great, fun night, and uh, went back to the hotel and said goodbye to the, the, the family there. That was nice, and uh, big hugs all around, a lot of love. And then uh, the next day, I walked around Denver, and by the way, Denver downtown, quite a bit of riffraff. Oh, a lot of hobos. You think of Denver, you think of these rich... I think of, like, Vale and Boulder and these mm. kind of rich white people that are like... Ha, ha. Yeah. It's a fucking... There's some stank on that city. I mean, the downtowns in this
1: country are pretty bleak. I mean, L.A. and Denver and San Francisco and New Orleans. It's all just a, a cesspool of hobos and riffraff and and, and derelicts.
0: Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of that business, but... Uh, Still a fun day. Did the next show next night was killer. I mean, that Denver crowd is hot. They're up there in the top five of best cities for comedy. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Just a great city. Sunshine's more there than L.A. Is that right? Yeah, pretty exciting. Mm. You can give that a Google. Please. Um, Maine, one-syllable state. Anyway, so then we uh, fly to Portland, Oregon. Did anybody partake in any marijuana? Uh, I mean, I assume Todd did, but, oh, of um, course. No, no, Louie, I know Louie likes to toke every now and then. Every now and then, but not too much, I don't think. Uh, and then Emma's sober, I'm sober, of course. And, um, so, yeah, we went uh, to Portland, in Portland, Oregon, what a city. That was my 40th state... I'd never been to Oregon. Or really? Portland. Yeah, I was very excited. I don't get to go to a new state very often. Wait, you never been there? No.
1: Oh, my God. It's one of the best in the whole nation.
0: Well, special city. And how about this? We get there uh, late Wednesday night. Beautiful hotel. We stayed at the Heathman Hotel. Heathman. All, all four of us. A beauty, beautiful old hotel. He put the bill? Of course he did. Woo-wee. So we get there, and... Um, Thursday morning, I just, I get anxiety, I can't sleep, the elect, the inauguration, all the nonsense, and so I wake up at about 9.15, I just look at my phone, and as I pick up my phone, I get a text from um, Louie, and he says, hey, what are you doing, he said, are you awake, I don't want to use some colorful language, yeah. he said, are you awake, he goes, this is a great city for coffee and breakfast, which is very rare. Yeah, very rare. For a day, hang. so He's- I write back, I go, yeah, I just woke up. And he goes, let's go. Wow. And so I just spring out of bed like like I'm sitting on a spring. You know, I throw on the clothes. Yes, spring shit. I I took a funny photo in a mirror of me in jeans with no shirt, which we referenced earlier, and I sent it to him. (laughs) And I go, I'm ready. And then he wrote, Jesus fucking Christ, which was fun. I was like, ah, shit, was that bad? Nah, I think that's all right. It was fun. So then I, I meet him downstairs, had to wait a little bit for him, and then he apologized. And then he goes, I emailed Carrie Brownstein. She sent, you know, Carrie Brownstein. The publicist? No, Portlandia. Oh, and she's also in a band, Slater Kinney. Wow, is she cute? I don't really know that much. I never watched the program. Okay. To be honest. But anyway, she emails him like a PDF of everywhere to go in Portland.
1: Oh, they've got those
0: spreadsheets now. So he's got all the things. He's got a piece of paper. He goes, we got to go to Heart Coffee and then this place. And now it's exciting because we spent the day together. Whoa! About five hours walking around Portland, and and it's a special city. What a city. What a town. What a people. We went and got coffee. We went and got eggs and steak and eggs, and he, Ah. he foot the bill for everything, which was fun. And i got to say, I mean, I can't lie. It's a thrill to walk around, and everybody's lighting up. They go, oh, my God. It's the best. You can see people going, oh, my God, it's Louis C.K. That's crazy. The next day I went to a coffee shop. The guy goes, you were here yesterday with Louis C.K., weren't you? And I was like, I was. And he's like, that's amazing. Wow. And you went back to the same one. Yeah, well, you know me. Once that's, I think, I, think I like, I just so you keep going back. Yeah, yeah. Works if you work it. So uh, yeah, we broke. walked all over the place. And I kept going to these record stores. I was like, can we go to this record store? He's like, yeah, sure. And then as soon as we went there, he'd light up. Oh, really? We had these great talks. I was like, isn't this amazing? We're surrounded by art. All these every single item in here, somebody had a need to create. Ooh. And they created the album cover and the music. He's like, you're right, you're right. And it got us inspired. He was buying all these albums. He's like, I'm going to buy, I was like, I'm buying a t-shirt for my girlfriend. He's like, I'm going to buy some stuff for people. He bought all these t-shirts for his daughters and for his girlfriend. Wow. He bought all these records. I'm, I'm going to buy this record. And then we were buying albums based on covers. I was like, look how funny this cover is. It was like a naked guy holding a naked woman on his shoulders. Uh-huh. And he goes, I'm going to buy that. I want to see what hey, what it's like. Wow. And he was listening to music, and everyone's coming up. He goes, like, thanks for coming to my store. We can't believe you're here. We're coming Friday. Oh, my God. And Portland's such a small town that everybody we see, like, we're coming Saturday. We're coming Thursday. Yes. One guy went by and goes, hey, Louie. He gave him a fist bump. That Woo-wee. was exciting. No pics, though, I hope. No, people ask for pics. He doesn't like to take pics. Hates the pics. So, uh, we just walked around all day. It was amazing. We kept wow. getting coffee. He's like, can we go here? I kept, I was looking at my dad. I was like, can we go in here? He's like, sure. Now, are you
1: cracking wise? Are you freaking out? Or is it just, is it just easy peasy?
0: Well, we spent a lot of time together. That's what's weird. We've crossed into a thing where I've spent more time with him than I've spent with fucking Sam. Yeah. I guess you know so. what I mean? I mean, we're spending hours and hours together all over the world. So we're, we're, we're buddies. So we're cracking wise just the whole time. We're being silly and outrageously irreverent. I mean, we're having, Making jokes that would get us shut down if it was you know, anyone heard of.
1: Do you hear that, people? Just cool it with the offense of being offended. It's over. It's just words. Live your life. Yeah. These Louis C gay is a certified brilliant comedian, genius. He's gonna say some fucked up shit. Don't get him fired. Enjoy it. God, we're all gonna die one day. Makes me sick. We're
0: gonna get sick and die. Yes. Have some fun out there. If
1: somebody wants to say the F word or the N word or whatever the hell, I'm sorry.
0: Grow up. Thank you. As long as you're saying it uh, in jest. In ironically, whatever the hell. Yeah, Absolutely. but that's what you're doing. But anyways, yeah, special kind of day, and it was beautiful, too. You know, it's always raining out there, but it was sunny and beautiful. We walked around all day record shopping. We went to the thing and the boobly boops and the bippity bips, and uh, went back, and then we go to the arena, the Moda Center, yeah, where the Trailblazers play over Amy Schumer there. Best show of the whole trip. Well, same here. I mean, best show. Uh, un- these crowds are unbelievable. They get every single thing. Yes. Roaring. It's just insane. And yes. uh, God damn, Todd Glass is a funny guy, man. Hilarious. Like I said, Emma was just murdering. Louis kills. And then um, the first night, Dan Soder is at Helium. Also a great club. Yes, Portland Helium. So then, uh, boy, a lot happened, I guess. So I, I text uh, Soder. I, I, some woman tweeted at me and said, "Here's the shows because everyone now kind of knows that Louis will show up places." So now I get people tweeting going, "Hey, here are the uh, late night open mm, mic shows." I like that. So I uh, I go. There's an open mic called Splash. So I was texting like Mike Lawrence because I know he loves. I was like, "Do you know who runs this show?" And he's like, "Here's who runs it." Blah blah blah. Hey, nice. And then. Uh, Soda was at the club, so he's hanging out with the locals. He goes, that open mic sucks, but there's this other show called Arcade Ground Control. I know it well. With a K. So I go, all right, maybe we'll try that. So Soda finishes his show first. He goes over there. He's texting me photos. He's like, this is a, it's a knife fight. It's a bar show. Where, do, so- they,
1: where do they – because I've been there. All the video games are scattered all – it's arcade games, scattered all throughout a little building. I mean, how do you put a stand-up show in there?
0: Well, I'll send you a photo, or you can Google – or Oregonian is like the paper that wrote it up. There's a picture of Louis in there. Some people tweeted it, but it's just a weird. It's like by the bar. It's like a it's a hell bar gig. Uh If if we were doing it in New York, we'd be like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Right. But Louis had already said, I'll go over there. So the show ends. I go, hey, this show might be really rough. He goes, well, we'll go over there. We'll see what it looks like. All right. So I go, okay. soda goes on. He's like, it's a fucking knife fight. I mean, this is pretty brutal. We show up there. And it's one of those ones where the window is all open. You can see into the window. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's just like 12 young people that hang out at kids. 21-year-old people just looking at the way they see Louis. They're like, what the fuck? Oh, wow. It's a cover charge, similar to Velveeta room. It's three bucks. Louis pays for all of us. He's like, here's the money. Take it. The guy didn't look at his face or check his ID or whatever. Yeah. So we go in there. And Louis's like, I don't know if I'm going to go on. Todd goes, I'll go on first. And warm him up or whatever. Ah, what a guy. What a guy. So they're sitting around. I mean, I would have loved to have on the spot, but he took it. But uh, oh, it's, okay. it's a big circle of people. And Louis, similar to what we talked about last week, he's sitting at that wooden table at... Um, big Hunt. Big Hunt. Now he's sitting. This is a classic image. Again, I didn't want to take the photo, but... One of the most amazing images I've ever seen. Just in an arena for 6,800 people. Sold out. He murders. Just shot the special. He's sitting. Remember the game Cruisin' USA? Uh, of course. Where you sit in the car. You're driving the car. He's sitting in that seat sideways uh-huh. with the screen blinking in his face. And he's just sitting with his head down, shaking his head like, What the hell are we uh-huh. doing here? <laughs> he's sitting in the video. And you can't hear the... Crowd, or it's not even a crowd. There's twelve people. Yeah, because all the video games are on. They're oh, live. Oh my god, what you are, are they doing? Like, boop, 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 boop. Oh, well, what man. they're doing is they're trying to do comedy anywhere they can. I guess so. It's just a place that'll let them do comedy. So you're literally standing in front. Of, you got to see the photo. They're standing in front of the comic. Standing in front of. A bunch of video games there's a claw and yeah it's fucking street fighter right and people and the, they have it miked all around the bar so wherever you are you can hear the comedy oh my god so there's people upstairs just playing fucking donkey nba Kong. jam yeah. and donkey Kong. oh my god so todd glass goes up and he's you know he's crazy he's doing his whole thing he loves it he loves weird shit yeah. like that so he does well and then louis go i'm like i'm gonna go next because louis doesn't decide if he's gonna go on or not and then right as louis uh Todd's about five minutes in. Louis walks up to me and the host. He goes, I'm gonna go next. Huh. He bumps me. He bumped you. He bumped me. Wow. I brought him there. Oh, that's fucked up. So I go, You gotta be kidding me. And he's yeah. like, nah, he goes, because if you go on, I'm not gonna want to stay here. I hate it here. Whoa. So I'm gonna go next. He pulled some weight. And I go, all right, fuck. He Jesus. pulled rank. Fuck me. And I was looking forward to trying some new. Yeah. I really wanted to be there, you know. Were they laughing though? A little bit. Here all and right. there. They're pretty supportive, but like, like I said, like they're laughing and enjoying it. But there's literally 60 video games being played loud. Beep, 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 beep. People are shooting <laughs> basketballs. Yeah, right, it's right. crazy. So um, Todd goes up. He goes, He gets some stirred up a little bit, and then the host goes up and goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K." <laughs> so the whole fucking arcade. Nobody even cares. There's a comedy show going yeah. on. They're playing video games and they hear what? Right. And They hear people go, "Ah." So wow. people start like stuffing into this area, you know? Yeah. Packing in. I go up to the stairs and then Louis on stage is going, Joe, what else is the new? He's what? Because he threw oh, his notebook. Oh,
1: look at that. You're the, the right hand man. I'm
0: like Will Sylvins when Chappelle's on. I'm right. going, what about the shit joke? He goes, ah, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, so that was something. And they pile in. Of course, everyone's taking their photos. And now the door guy's like, oh, my God, I fucking carded Louis C.K. I didn't even realize I charged him. Yeah. It's a whole thing, and uh, it was just quite a thrill, you know? Those are some happy nerds, I bet. Yeah, and I had to go on after, and it was just a shit show. I mean, it was just everyone, people started leaving and going after right. Louis, and then Louis was uh, considered, he stayed and watched, which he didn't have to do. And I did about four <laughs> minutes, I was like, "This is, I'm just bombing. <laughs> I mean, it's just nothingness. I picture you going on, and you just hear...
1: <laughs>
0: Literally, yeah, like I unplugged the fucking game. Yeah, right. And uh, so I went on and did four minutes of nothingness. I come off. He's like, ah, I'm leaving. I gotta go. And I was like, All right, see ya. And then me and Todd and Emma and uh, Soda, we went and got pizza slices, and they got high, and we all yucked it up and laughed and fun. And then uh, real quick, the next night, uh, it's Friday night now, and, and Soda's got a an eight or a seven thirty and a ten o'clock show at Helium. Yeah. And he goes, Why don't you guys come over to Helium? We'll hang out. So Soda well, you don't have being, a show. We did a show, but it's over at Ah, 10 o'clock, 10.30. He's got a 10 o'clock show. So Soder, being very generous, he goes, how about this? I'll host the late show. We'll call it Dan Soder and Friends. He goes, you, Emma, and Todd come over, and Louie, of course, if he wants. But now Louie, his dame is in town, so he's Ah, like, I'm not going to go out again tonight. Got it. So we come over, and and Soder just hosts the show. show He's headlining. How about that? He hosts, he does 20 minutes up front, he brings up the MC, the who was supposed to be the MC, then the middle act, and then he brings up Emma, and then me, I do 20, and then Todd goes up, and he does like about 47 minutes, he really got into it. Oh, gee, was he killing? Oh, he was killing, it was fun, I went and sat in the crowd, it was fun to do a set, it was fun to basically middle again, to do a set at a yes. club, and then go and sit in the back of the room and watch Todd, Not even yes. to see him very much, and uh, packed crowd, once again, just hot crowd out there you know oh they are hot that room is killer helium's mark grossman is doing a great stuff with these clubs there's one in st louis philadelphia buffalo and uh portland
1: and i think they got a little their hand in that uh charlie goodnight's charlie goodnight's
0: yes almost fucked that up so uh we love you grossy yeah thank you uh mac and uh they're doing great things great club it was packed and it was just really, really fun. We're all sitting in the green room and Todd dims the lights. It's of a little course. circle and we're all laughing and they're smoking weed and the weed is coming out into the room and Yeah. just a fun like a mozzarella sticks. We're all shucking and yucking and jiving. Uh-huh. And uh Todd and I were doing a fun gag where you you know, you you send a text to somebody and pretend it's to the wrong person. Mm. So I sent a, that shirtless picture of me shirtless in the mirror with jeans on, and it just says uh Hey, Louie, here's that picture you asked for. I'll get you some more later. Sorry for the delay. (laughs) But I sent it to Todd, you know. He's dying laughing. It's a fun gag. Oh, that's great. Because he started it by texting to me. He wrote, Hey, Louie, just wanted to let you know I hate to be a rat, but I saw Joe eating a lot of the chicken salad out of your dressing room. (laughs) So I sent him the shirtless one. And then later that same night... They're all high, and I, I text him at like three in the morning. I go, "Hey, Louie, I'm outside your door. I don't want to knock and wake anyone up, but I got the foot creams you like. Oh, come fun. let me in, and uh, thanks, buddy. I love you." And Good then I said that to Todd, and he's like, "That was hilarious. I was, dying. it was a fun, fun gag." Boy, you know?
1: Todd is a beam of
0: of sunshine,
1: isn't he? He's he's got a big face, just a big
0: smiling head. Yes, very thoughtful and very funny, too. He's got a great joke. He goes, you ever get on a scale and suck in your gut? This <laughs> other scale's going to go, you weigh 190, and you let go and go, 240, you dumb oh, fuck. Oh, that's hilarious. And he does the music cue. I mean, he's a treat to watch. Yeah. Really fun, special show of the magical show. Soders hostings bring us all up. We're yes. all in the back, hitting each other, laughing at each other. It was like one of those magical nights. You I know? love it.
1: I love it. Great God.
0: city. Show business. And God, we're running out of time. But Saturday, Soder and I get up. It's pouring rain. We go join the march. We march all over Portland. There's about 100,000 people there. Wow. I, mean, I mean, it's fucking crazy. Packed to the gills. Yes. Girl, I'm chanting. We're laughing. We're making fun of some of the people. We're joining in some of the things. and just a really enjoyable day. We're soaking wet. We were really together. It was really fun. Dan Soder's a good guy.
1: Good egg. Funny guy. Just at the bonfire. We had a blast. Yeah, go go check out Soder. He's, he's great.
0: They know about Soder.
1: Big head. Uh, Yeah, I did the march as well. Um, Good times in New York City. I had a a lunch date with a lady, and uh, I said, do you feel bad you're not going to the march, you you piece of shit? I was like, you know, nudging her, like, ah, you selfish cunt, you're not going to that march? She was like, I know, I actually feel guilty I'm not at the march. Every girl in New York went to D.C. It was crazy. Unbelievable. The city was dead, so I was like, hey, it's kind of weird you're not going. She goes, we should go. I go, yeah, why not? So we have some eggs, and we go to the fucking march. Oh, she's got eggs. Oh, yeah. Big old infertile eggs. So we, uh, we, we go there and it was magical. We get on the six train and everybody on the train's going to the march. Yeah. So immediately you're like swooped in and, uh, there's posters everywhere. And I, I th- I'd like to think we're two funny Jews. So we're thinking, what's our gonna- poster going to be? What's that? And we're coming up with all these funny things. And we're reading everybody's, everybody's looking at each poster, high five and taking photos. So she's like, you know, I bet when we get there, they're going to have sign like poster board for everybody. And I'm like, what? You think you're just giving out poster board? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I think that's how it works. I'm like, it's a fucking protest. What are you, crazy? Or a march. That's not how it works. So we get there and there's no poster. There's no lady with a table going, here you go, whatever you need. Lady with a table. Yeah. So we get there and I see a poster board leaning up against a garbage can. And I'm like, grab that poster. And one sign said, don't grab my rights. I was like, we can do better than that. So, we're doing clam, tiny hands, anal, jizz, you know, uh, tax returns, oh, bob. Oh, oh it's something funny. So, there's
0: plenty of material there. Yeah.
1: So, she just, we go in the bodega, we buy a Sharpie, and she just writes, uh, uh, tiny hands off my clam. And she drew a pretty damn good clam. It's on my Instagram. And we just go out it's there. It's a clam. There you go. And we go out there, and uh she's got the poster. We're in the march, and we're doing it. It feels great. Yeah, it's fun. And you start looking back, and you're like, wow, there's a sea of people behind me. There's a sea of people in front of me. And we just, the the street starts to narrow, you know, because the the barricades. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, there's Andrew Short. There's Jim Tews. There's Reed Failer." I'm, I'm seeing people I know. Her roommates show up. Now we're, like, in it, like, shoulder to shoulder, signs up, wooting and whacking and hollering. And those woos, they come very randomly. It's just like...
0: All of a sudden, it would just erupt.
1: Yeah, it would erupt. And then I remember I noticed we started turning right on 42nd Street going west. And i it's like a hill. And I overlook. And the whole 42nd Street is just just drenched with people. It's like it's like ants. Yeah. Millions of them. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we're making out and fingering each other and all that. I'm grabbing our huge bazooms. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And uh, some pretty hot gals around there, by the way. And there's people the, – the coolest thing was you're walking through 42nd Street, and people are hanging out of their apartments with American flags and Trump posters like, get, yeah, get them ah! And you're like, look at them, like, yeah, you piece of shit. They're like, hey, fuck you, all right, yeah. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was America. Yeah. And it's so cool. That's the first Women's March
0: ever, and we were there. Yeah. We I'll, were a part of it. I'll tell you this about that event. It's an event that 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now – a lot more people are going to claim they were there that weren't there. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of people going. Oh yeah, I was there uh-huh. because it's going to be one of those things you want to be a part of. Everyone goes, Oh, I was at 68 in Chicago, yeah, and yeah. you're like, I think you weren't. Exactly. Woodstock. And, uh, it was uh, really a fun thing, and I get of course these people tweet it. You and go, Hey, what is this? What's the point? And by the way, if you're saying what's the point, uh, the, the estimates are 2.9 million people marched around the world. So maybe. Ask around. Some, maybe, you think, maybe you're not. Maybe you're in the minority. Yeah. Not, not the minority because most people didn't march. But maybe there's some sort of point. There's not just one point. A lot of people march for different reasons. Right, but it would especially right. just be a part of a, a big positive love fest. Yeah. And to trump, for lack of a better word, the size of his celebration the night before, day before, which it did. And said, look at this. This is how people come out. Right. And then he tweeted, of course. He goes, "Wow, well, I thought there was just a vote. Why didn't these people vote? And you're like, well, they did. <laughs> three million people more voted against you, right, or actually several more than that three million people more voted for hillary right doesn 't even count the other two that didn 't vote so seventy five percent of registered voters did not vote for Donald Trump, but again, I start, once I started talking politics, yeah, people get yeah, upset yeah. and they throw but let 's we'll keep it away from the politics, but it was a fun, special thing to be part of, and Portland I, it was funny because we were walking, soda and I were walking, people just kept coming, and I went, I wonder there's more people here at this march. Or at the Louis show. And he goes, The Louis show, definitely. I go, Yeah, you're probably right. And we took a corner and it just was as, f- and I was like, There's 20 times more people here Way than more. are at the Louis show. Way more. And we managed to walk up a, a big overpass and look both ways. I posted a picture on Instagram and it was umbrellas. So we made it really colorful because it was ah. pouring rain. And pouring rain, people as far as the eye could see. Front and back, it was so much fun. It was all this muds. So we were helping people get over it. it. felt like Woodstock. Wow. It was a wild, fun, exciting thing to be part of. And, uh, and there's some clever-ass posters out there. You're like, oh, that's funny. That's brilliant. I wish I thought of that. Yeah, hilarious. I thought of one. What am I going to do without Planned Parenthood? Hey, that all right. That was a fun one. All right. Um, so uh, it was just unbelievable, and all over the world. You went back in the, to dry off. I was hair drying my feet yeah. and watching on the news. It happened in Paris, Australia, Antarctica. Berlin. I mean, even if you hate, you love Trump, and you hate fucking libtards and quote-unquote snowflakes, although these Trump supporters are quite snowflakey themselves, if you put it to them. Uh, we're all, lost all these all these followers, and, oh, I'm not going to follow you anymore. That seems a bit snowflakey.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, you can't follow me because I posted a picture of your fucking empty lawn? Uh-huh. Fuck you! Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so uh, it was It was just a fun thing to be part of, and uh, it was very celebratory and exciting, and, um, you know, it's, uh, who knows?
1: It's a beautiful thing, and it was fun seeing all these, like, older ladies, like, don't grab my old pussy, you whore, all this, like, all these pussy, everybody said pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah, a lot of pussy. <laughs> a lot of pussy, literally, and uh, just a good time, and yeah, went back, brought the gal back to my apartment, we made... Activist love all night. It was hot.
0: That's exciting. I would have liked to have made activist love, but, uh, you know, I had no one to make love to. But I got to say,
1: before the the March, the night before, I was in Orlando for the Orlando Comedy Festival. Uh Indie Comedy Festival, which. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I've never heard of this. It's the third year. It's probably new. It's probably like a little thing. I go down there. It was fucking amazing. Wow! So I go down. To, it was a it was a wild night. I go down to Orlando. I land at like five. I take a nap because I'm beat. I'm wiped. And I get up. They pick you up. They treat you like Chris Rock over there. It's beautiful. And uh, so they, they they think you're like this great comic. They're like, we got you. And Canaan and all these other people, like, oh wow, you put me in with him, all right. So they go, here's your venue, and I'm working with this guy Trey Crowder. I think I, I hope I didn't fuck that up. He's he's the they call him the liberal, liberal redneck. Ah, is that right? Yeah, oh yeah, I think I've heard of that. Huge huge sensation on YouTube. Like this guy's big. Mm -hmm. He's got like a TV deal coming. Great guy. We meet at the airport. He's an awesome guy. You know when two comics meet, it can be weird, but he was great. Sure. You know, there's a lot of, like, who are you? Are you doing better than me? Uh, what's your story? And they're, like, you know, they shake your hand. They're, like, I just did this special. And you're, like, all right, douche. All right. But he was great, and uh, he did his show at 8 at the at the Wills Pub. I did mine at 10. So I go to his show, sold out, jam-packed. I was, like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to do this. And he's murdering. Funny guy, great comic. And uh, so then he does his show. He's, like, all right, I got to run. We shake hands. He leaves. So I start drinking. You know, we got a tab open. Then I go and get some uh tacos at uh China, Oh ah. Asian infused. Oh, interesting. Yeah, great tacos.
0: Takachina. Orlando.
1: It's coming around, man. It's like hip now.
0: Oh, really? I think
1: they're trying to be like not Florida-y. Yeah. So like overcompensating by being hip
0: and progressive. I've never been to that neighborhood because most of it's like pure Florida.
1: Yeah, well, it's a lot of golf courses and Disneyland and uh what do you call it? Uh theme restaurants. A lot of theme restaurants, which yeah. I don't get.
0: And at least one gay bar. Oh, boy.
1: Might have closed down. But, yeah, that's the whole time. I'm just like, don't make any Pulse nightclub jokes. Don't make any Pulse nightclub jokes. Yeah. But it's hard. We're comedians. But I get to this bar. And it's a cool bar, real divey, real rock club. And it's got a big uh, rainbow flag on the door. And it says, if you're racist, homophobic, or prejudiced, you can't come in. Which is like, I don't know. Who's that stopping? Who's like, oh, that's me. I better leave. Yeah. These racists and homophobes they don't exactly have a lot of honor.
0: Right. So that was my opening joke, by the way. I saw a big sign, just to digress real quick at the march. That said, uh, my brothers are black men, gay women, Islamic. It named every single group except for white men. <laughs> Where so, you're like, all right, I guess we're not. Yeah, and if you look, they're all white men at the march. Yeah, it's just like, it's a little, okay. But so there's plenty of, uh, don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed the march, there's plenty of people I have issues with there as well. So anyways, right, back right. to your Orlando club.
1: Uh, So yeah, it was fun, and it, it filled up, and we had a ton of Tuesdays fans there. I gotta wow. give a shout out to all these guys. I got some some gift cards, a Jimmy came up, he wrote us a long note, I gotta give you the note. Uh, Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy. I forgot his last name. Oh, a guy named Jimmy. A guy named Jimmy. Oh, all right. Great guy, he's like, I drove two hours to come, I brought a friend, He's into it now. These other three guys came out. They're like, we're huge fans. I listen to the show and I jog. I, I, I look like a weirdo because I'm jogging laughing.
0: Boy, oh, boy. That feels and, good.
1: And just so many people, like some girls, were like, oh, I love the show. Girls, cute girls. I know, girls. we have girls
0: listening to the show.
1: Unreal, we love you, clams. So uh, I went up and I was a little nervous and these two guys went on ahead of me. Some funny, funny comics. Two are from Brooklyn or live in Brooklyn. One was Ethan and one was this Jew broad with herpes. She had the whole thing about herpes, so watch oh, out. But. uh, me. Then a guy hosted. He was great. And it was just a great night. And the crowd was hot. I just went up and murdered. It was the best moment of my life doing an hour, doing some new in there, some of the new worked. Then I got shit faced and I have a 6 a.m. pickup. 6 a.m. So that's tough. I get off stage about midnight and they go, Hey, there's a mic. And I said, Yeah, hey, you know what? Louie would go. I'm going. So I go to the mic. I do the mic. Jackie Cation's there. Everybody's hanging out. And I was like, I look in the mic crowd. It's a lot of the same audience. So I'm like, uh-huh. All right, I got to do all new material. I just did an hour and 10 minutes. So uh, do all new material, do old stuff, and that was fun. And it worked, and I got a I got a couple of new fans out of it. So this this Orlando Indy County Festival, they treat you right. Go to that, folks. Do it. You should do it next year.
0: I'll try. All right. I'd the like money to. was good. So uh, people always say you should do it. I'm like, well, that, no one asked me. I'd love uh, to do yeah. it. I'd love to do anything. You're right. But now
1: I'm I'm just saying, if they ask you, say yes. You should do an hour special. I I'd like to. Right. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. So, the night before that, I did a gig in New Haven. Connecticut. Paul Gregory, I want to give a shout-out to him. He just hits me on Facebook. He's like, hey, have you ever got a Thursday free? Hit me up. I said, well, I got this one. And it, I booked it in, like, November, so you forget all about it. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, it was a crazy thing. I took the uh, the Metro North up. Is it up? Yeah, up. Yeah, I took the Metro really, North it's up. it's more
0: east than anything, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess so. So do the gig it's in like a poetry place like a spoken word thing it ah, is you know, every, yeah everything's like uh non-profit organic activisty we're helping the world we we love uh Leonard Cohen and you know uh Jack Kerouac it's all that shit oh
0: i love those guys
1: yeah great and we, i get there and uh, I, I get in new haven the guy picks me up and it's a 40 minute drive to this gig so i was like all right we talking we're talking nice guy we have And we get to this town, it's called Middleton? Oh, Middleton, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like classic Main Street, one street light, one pizza shop, one bar, whatever. So this poetry shop is like weird. It's like too crunchy for the town. Yeah. And we get there, and they're like, he's like, this is your green room. It's just a seat in the fucking building. And, you know, everybody's walking by you. And uh, he's like, "If you want any snacks or food? Go to that lady. There's like a 97-year-old lady behind a, a card table with, a couple of granola bars and Kit Kats. And I was like, "All right, I'll take a Kit Kat." <laughs> and uh, there was a quarter for a Kit Kat. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sitting down, and like all these comics are coming in. You can tell they're like, "Oh, there's there's uh, the headliner," but I don't want to bug him. So they're doing that thing, which I'm guilty of doing, where they talk loudly to another friend hoping you'll listen and chime in ah,
0: you know yes, that move of course. and it's so
1: obvious but i have just i got my head in my notes i'm all tired i don't i don't want to do anything
0: yeah you kind of open that shoulder up try to get him involved yeah but yeah.
1: i i had a closed shoulder but uh nothing against that they were all great and uh paul goes up does well this guy raffi goes up he does well raffi? funny guy his Dude. name's Raphael, but he calls they call him raffi. Oh, i
0: think that's an old kids performer raffi it is right it yeah balloons and he the wheels kids. on the
1: bus go ain't old dick yeah so uh so it's like 30 people in this room and they were so hot and you, you know when you're on stage and you're going like oh man i'm a good comic of course that's a great feeling it sure is so i'm doing my hour blah 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 riffing on the city riffing on connecticut i get out and the the next train is at 11.30 p.m. But you can tell the host is like, hang out, let's talk. All right, we got you here, baby. But I'm like, let's make that fucking 11.30. And it's like 10. So now he's shaking hands. And uh, no, no, it's a 10.30 train and an 11.30 train. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's get on that 10.30, baby. I want to get home by midnight. If I get on the the t- 11.30, I get home at 2.
0: Ah. And I was like,
1: 2, a big difference than 12.30. So he's like, yeah, no minutes. problem. No problem, yeah. So he's shaking everybody's his hand, and I go... All right, let's go. We jump in the car, and I don't want to say Paul, you know, he's a good driver, but he could have punched it a little more. Ah. Uh, I'm like, look at the clock. I'm looking. At, I'm GPSing next to him secretly, like, all right, come on, baby, here we go. Ah. And it says like nine minutes, and it's, it says we're nine minutes away or eight minutes away, and it's a 1043 train, and in the car it's 1035. Oh, boy. So I'm like, we can make it. We can make it. Clock keeps ticking. Clock keeps ticking. We get there. I see the train on the street leaving. We're on the street. I see it leave.
0: Oh. So now. Pain.
1: Now now not only do you have to miss the train, but you got to wait that extra hour. It's the longest possible time to wait. Yes.
0: Because you saw it leaving. Exactly. Oh, my God. I
1: wanted to kill myself. Oh.
0: Fucking Paul, he drove like that Kit Kat saleswoman.
1: I know, old and gay, but he's a great guy. So he goes, well, I feel bad, let's go out to eat. And I'm like, all right, so we go to the Halal guys, you know Ooh, them? Ooh, they
0: live up there now? Well,
1: they're franchising, baby, they're out there.
0: This is what the, uh, the red states are afraid of. Yes! They're spreading like a brush fire. Yeah, the Middle Easterners. But don't worry, because there's an inauguration speech. Trump said he's going to eradicate... All Muslim terrorism (laughs) off the face of the planet. Yeah, well, I will say it's
1: nice to hear him say, like, I'm going to do this, even though he probably won't. But it's nice to hear a president be like, I'm going to do this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's going to do a thing that is clearly not possible.
1: I mean, it's not possible. It's nice to hear him go, I'm going to do that. I'm going to build a wall. You're like, well, you're not. But he's like, I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah. It's not just like hope and change. Uh, I guess that's good. But I mean, he's just openly saying things. To convince people that he's going to do something that he is not even a possible thing to do. Right, right, right. Well, uh, in
1: his, his mind, it's possible. But yeah. 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 But he's he's crazy. But so we get there. I'm all in a cranky, cum-guzzling mood because I'm like, ah, fuck. So we go eat halal. And, by the way, this halal, have you had this shit?
0: Uh, no, I'm afraid of Islamic people.
1: I gotcha. Well, smart guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have. It's good. <laughs> okay. But it's it's really good, but it, it, it's heavy shit. I mean, it's lamb and chicken and white sauce and rice and anal. So you're really pounding down some cows. Yeah. So I put that shit on, and then we go back to the train, and he drops me off. We do our shiminy booze, and he hands me a big wad of cash. love a wad of cash. Yeah,
0: I just deposited a wad of cash into the uh, automated teller machine. Ah, uh, Yes. Good place to put it. You know what I do now? I always have ones. Because I never use exact change. So I take all my ones, I go to the ATM. And put I them in? put like 78 ones in there, just jamming them in. Oh, nice. I keep the ones for a little walking around money. I know, but what I, ne- I always just buy a thing. It's like it's 10 bucks, and I go, oh, here's a- it's whatever it is. It's 8 bucks. I go, here's 10 I get 2 bucks. I have all these singles. Oh, right, right, right. So you jam them in.
1: Jam them in, folks. So uh, we get back, and now I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit on the train it's 11:30 the train's there it's 11:20 i walk to the train and there's this drunk guy mexican uh-huh. guy i believe he was mexican neck tattoo face tattoo uh car heart hoodie you know just big timberland boots like this guy's been working all day but he's hammered and he's got a beer in one hand and a pizza in the other hand like a like a sparrow box yeah and uh he goes i walk by him and he goes Hey, hey! Which way? Uh, which way to New York? Yeah, he's he barely audible, and I'm like, "Oh, it's right here." And I walk past him, and he goes, "Hey, hey!" And I'm just like, "Is he talking to me?" But I'm already, past, I'm like ten feet ahead of him, and he's like, "Yo, yo!" And I'm like, "Is he just yelling, or is he talking to me?" And he goes, "Yeah, brother, right in front of me." And I go, "Huh?" And he goes, "Can you hold this?" And I Uh-oh. go, "Uh, what?" And he goes, "Can you hold this beer?" And it's barely English. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then, now I'm thinking, like, is this one of those tricks where you hold something and then they pop you? Yes. You know, like they throw you a baby and they kick you in the dick or the whatever it is. Rapists. So he, hold, he he gains me the beer. I'm like, all right. It's a big, full brown beer. And I'm like, okay. And it's spilling everywhere. He spills it all over his pizza. And he's like, all right. Dang, I just want to eat this pizza. I can't do both. And I was like, Okay. So now he's eating the pizza, and I'm walking next to him just holding his beer. Oh, my it's God. It's like a big wet cup. It's dripping down my hands, and he's just wolfing this pizza down. And we're going upstairs, and he's like, well, what do you what do? you do?" And I was like, ah, you know, I'm a, I'm a gay conductor or something. I don't know what I said. And he's like, all right, cool. And uh, we get up the stairs, and I hand him his beer, and he goes, ah, thanks. Chugs the whole beer, throws the cup on the track, and gets on the train.
0: Oh, wow. Very impressive. You're a good amigo.
1: I guess so. And uh, so I ride that train back, and, you know, it was just a nice ride, and got back to the city, and probably about 1.30, a.m., and then flew to Orlando the next day. Wow.
0: Yeah. Here we are. And here we are, back in the Big Apple. Living the life some consider a myth. Ooh. Walk from South Street to 125th. The G-Spot. That's a myth. Uh, well, we're to wrap her up. Yeah, good times. We went long on two eps. Long on back-to-back eps, I'll tell you, folks. uh, Speaking of long and eps and flows... Thank you. Go uh check out that Patreon page. I mean, we're not kidding. That that episode is something else with Leonard. Du- I mean, it is. We were murdering. I am proud of that ep. Yeah, I am proud. So you don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to miss out. I mean, it's three bucks for God's sake.
1: Oh, I forgot to talk about Poughkeepsie. Damn it! Uh, next show. Next yeah, show. save it. Save
0: it. P- I La- hear about Poughkeepsie.
1: Laugh it up. Great club. You're going there.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. I think fucking uh this weekend. I'll be oh, there great. Friday. I believe
1: it is. Well, that worked out. Yeah, I ran up with Chris Scopo. Good guy. We had a great chat the whole time. Fun, they treat you well, the money's good, and uh, it was a packed house. A lot of Tuesdays fans there, so thanks for coming
0: out. That's yeah. all I'll say. Come out again, uh, Scope is a great guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, check out the new website, Comedian Joe List. Get my album, Are You Mad at Me? And uh, the dates are going up on that website, and uh, a bunch more Louis dates popping up. We're uh, coming to a town near you, and some of them I might not be able to do, but oh boy. um, yeah, Comedian Joe List com, and uh, take care of each other out there. Be nice. It's, uh, it's a weird time, and let's uh, let's be nice to each other.
1: Yeah, I'll see you in Baltimore, Philly, Tampa, Dayton, Atlanta, West Des Moines. Going to need you for that one, folks. And uh, Vermont Comedy Club. I hear that's great. Doing that Cherokee Casino gig you did. I heard that's a hot time. Oh, it's great. They're All great. right. Lacey. and right, I'll be out in Denver before you know it. Hartford Funny Bone Reschedule, check my website, marknormancomedy.com, yell at Chipotle, blow your aunt your Aunt Susan, and uh, hit my uh, hit the Facebook page, Tuesdays and tweet at us, and we're all gay. Bye. <laughs>